So is Brie Larson the person that had become a Captain Marvel? Yeah. What an iconic scene. Alright, but we both know how this goes, so. Yeah. Oh. Freaking. What a good movie, right? Did you. Yeah, uh, it's great that we're here uh, to see you again this week after we recorded that great episode last week. And you, you know us, you love us, it is what it is. Uh, let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, since your name here, a podcast about nothing for nobody. If you take it seriously, you're redacted. Let's start the show. What's up? Hello, and welcome to Insert Name Here. It's a podcast about nothing for nobody. If you take it seriously, you're redacted. I'm your co-host, Doug Bennett. I'm your other co-host, Seth Nacho. And I want to formally apologize for not realizing that I started the recording in the middle of us watching a movie, because we made up for our differences, we're friends again, and um, one of the ways that we do that is we watch movies together now. Yeah, I'm I'm no longer friends with Ahmed... Now I'm my best friends with Doug again. <laughs> You're referencing that, uh, that meme, that meme yeah. with the Indian guys? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, I'm still not convinced that this is the same intro song we've always had. Seth, it's been the same intro song the entire time. I'm not convinced. I, I don't know what I can do to help you uh, reconcile that fact. Um, but, you know what? That's on you at this point. It's, it's on you at this right, point. Yeah, way to victim blame. Thanks, bud. Did you not go back and check the episodes like I told you to? I did. Okay, and what did you Numbers find? don't lie. The facts don't lie. Okay, then I guess I guess you've caught me. You caught me scheming. All right. I rarely do this, but... Come here, little buddy. Let me get you scheming. I, <laughs> let me get you. <laughs> uh, I rarely do this, but I guess I'm going to switch up my usual line. Uh, I'm wrong. <laughs> no, you should have you stuck harder to it. Keep gaslighting. Keep going. Dude, I don't have that dog in me. Oh, dude, I got that dog in me. Yeah, you got that dog in me. What are we talking about? (laughs) Oh, we're friends again. Yes. Hey, guys, we're friends again. Because we left that last episode, you were like, I fucking hate him. When did I say... Did I say that, really, in the last episode? Literally, yeah. Dude, it's been a week, man. You know, I I don't hold on to personal grudges like that. I let things go. Is that was temporary for you? Everything's temporary. So for I me. cried every night last week for nothing. Yeah, everything's. Te- you could have called me once and could have cleared this up. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Everything's- Why do I have to be such a fucking? I don't know what you're that, about that, to say. That, that doesn't sound. That doesn't stand for anything. I'm literally calling myself a. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> it, it's all the pressure that I let myself build up slowly escaping. Yeah, it's like you're a balloon letting air out from your knot. Yeah, um, what I'm saying is, everything's temporary for me, man. I live in a constant state of flux. Okay. You don't need a 
a big definition of self if you if there is a such thing as self. Whoa. You sound like a freaking stoic, brah. It's not pronounced stoic. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I was watching, um, I was reading a green text from 4chan. And the guy was like, I got bullied by some kids. They were like, oh, you dropped your pocket or something. And he was getting bullied. He's like, it's fine. I'm a stoic. <laughs> and then one of the kids was like, it's pronounced stoic, not stoic. And then he started crying <laughs> in the street. <laughs> That fucking rules. It does fucking rule. Being a, um, a, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't hold on to grudges and things. That's wild to me. I'm an incre- I'm an incredibly vindictive person. Yeah, you are quite petty. Like for example. Yes, give us an example. So for example, one like there's a gas station that's very convenient for me to go to. Like the on, one that used to be convenient for you to go to? It, it would still be very convenient for me to go to because it's right by my work. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. So I used to regularly go in there. <coughs> I had pretty good rapport with the clerk. Would they find out you were gay? No, it's not even close to that. So things were going good for like almost a year. Uh-huh. And then one day, this guy... like This guy? This guy freaking couldn't figure out how to use the cash register for some reason like maybe he was just having a bad day could have been new could have been new well no not new because it was the, it was the guy maybe he's like, just really high you, you've seen those tiktoks where they he goes in and he gets a chopped cheese from ock and sure. you get it the aki way like you build up a rapport with your gas station personnel like if you especially if you go in there every day so we go in there and I know for a fact, because my check just got cashed, that I have money on both my cards. I know that I have my money. And this guy's just like, no, your card does not work. And I would, I would do it. And he wasn't doing things he needed to do on his end for the card to work. Go through it four or five times. It takes like 10 minutes of just still not even getting it. I have not been to that gas station since. I'm like... It ruined your entire experience there. I'm like, you know, you know f- fuck you, fuck this place, fuck all of that. I've given you so much business over the past year. No, I don't have time for this. You should know how to run a cash register. Like, it's not that hard. I've run cash registers before. I know for a fact it's not that hard. That's how I felt about a certain fast food place. Oh, yeah? There was this girl that was working there that... I said this on an old podcast episode where she thought I needed an extra nickel to make a certain amount of change. I think it was like 45 cents or something. And she thought I need another nickel. It's like, bitch, do you think a quarter's only worth 20 cents? Is that why? Like, her math was awful. She was trying to steal five cents out of me. So I was like, I'm not going back here. To that location or that entire brand in general? Well, that location, but I haven't, the other places aren't convenient. But I've been back and she, I don't think she works there anymore, so it's fine. Hell yeah. What 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 brand was that, by the way? Uh, Shake and Steak. Ah, the American classic. Yeah. They have a real 1950s vibe there. Yeah, they, Which they, makes sense that you had that interaction, because in the 1950s, women were still stupid and couldn't do math. Yeah, they shake and they steak <laughs> at that place. Uh, but I don't... I d- <laughs> 
I'm not gonna. I'm not taking it seriously. <laughs> Which part? The, the my jab. I took at women. Women are stupid and they don't know anything. No, women were stupid and didn't know anything. Um, but ever since they got legally recognized, the 80s, these people, the eighties, you have to respect them now. Right. But you didn't used to have to. And boy, does it sound nice to live in a society like that. The 20th century was a crazy time. So much changed. Yeah, like, the beginning of the 20th century was kind of still like the 1800s. And then, by the end of it, we're like where we are now. Mm-hmm. Crazy. A lot of people considered the 1990s to be the pinnacle of American society. And that we've just been on a downtrend ever since. Wow. You think it's due to technology? Well, that and just like, I mean like... I think it, I, I think what it really is, it's due to all the, uh, it's due to all the BPD and crystals. <laughs> the fucking heart hose. It's all the crystals and, and, uh, and mental illness. I'm going to respond to that like they would. That is a very Sagittarius thing of you to say. I'm not even a Sagittarius, so... You're a Scorpio. No, I'm a Cancer. On our society, yes, you are. <laughs> no, I was actually an Aries the whole time. Whoa! You've been duped. I was a Fuck. Leo. I'm just kidding. Fuck. So your birthday isn't in November? Don't worry about when my birthday is, okay? Um, not on the air, bro. I'm fucking redacted. I'm just yeah. starting to take it seriously. Yeah, for real. The joke is that, like, you tell someone that you're whatever... And then they go, oh, that's such a thing you would say. And then you go, oh, no, I'm actually a Virgo. You got fucked. <laughs> you know, like, whatever. Because all that shit's made up bullshit. For real. Well, not, not the constellations themselves and the places they are in the night sky, not made up bullshit. Obviously not. But what is the made up bullshit is, like, attributing personality characteristics to what happened to be in the night sky at your time of birth. Yeah. We're all just people. Makes no sense. We're all just trying to live, dog. Yeah. Hop off my jock. Your jock? I don't know. It's something that like people say in 80s movies. <laughs> Hop off my jock. Huh? <laughs> How about that, huh? Oh, in regards to a jock strap. Yeah, what I like to say is, uh, where do you get off? Where do you get off? <laughs> Man, my fa- and I mean that is like get off a train, right? Not like get off sexually. Absolutely, I don't want to know where you get off sexually at. So my favorite. Turn- Plus, I'm talking to a hot girl. Oh yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. My you're, favorite. You're gay. Come on. My favorite turn of phrase like that is um, it's a viral clip. Beat beat a dead horse with a stick. No, it's a malapropism. No. Not a malapropism. This is yeah. an actual. It's just quoting somebody really, but there's a viral clip of this bowler who wins super fucking hard and then he's celebrating and he's super pumped up and people had doubted him so he was fucking angry and he screams this quote and I think about this quote all the time like literally every day mm-hmm. and he goes who do you think you are I am it doesn't make any sense but it's so fucking awesome he's whoever you think you are is that what he's saying I, and who knows dude but that just who do you think you are? I, I am. am. I am. It's fucking awesome. Super. 
What a guy. Would uh would would some would call him an inspiration? To me, certainly. He was he a is. bowler or a boxer? Bowler. A bowler? Yeah. He has no right to say anything like that. <laughs> he has no right. In our society, we should not be looking up to bowlers. <laughs> we also shouldn't be wearing bowlers. Like, when I went to college, there was a professional bowling team. Like a, like a real bowling team like that was sanctioned by the school. The PBA? And I just... I don't think bowling should be a sport <laughs> like that. Like, the I think for the longest time, Vanderbilt's only national, like, collegiate athletic championship was in women's bowling. Oh, fuck. But they did get that um, bas- baseball one recently. Good for that? Not that recent, but recent enough. Shouts out to Vanderbilt, I guess. Okay, yeah. Official stance of the pod. Fuck you. Just fuck you in general, anybody. But no, I do agree with you on bowling. Like it's kind of silly. You're uh, oh, you can you can chuck a stone down a waxed piece of wood and knock over some sticks. Like it's kind of just like a recreational activity that people do. I don't know if it should be taken too seriously. Yeah, I mean, and you can achieve an elite level of skill in literally any activity. Like theoretically, you could have professional competitive cup in a ball. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we should have professional competitive cup in a ball. Yeah, I mean honestly, sometimes when I see video game stuff, I'm kind of like that, you know. Okay, we're we're. I was gonna defend esports, but no, there are some esports that probably shouldn't exist. Like go, some go, games. Go off. Which ones would you consider to be not valid? Uh, okay, so. Shooters? Some shooters, yes. Some shooters, no. Like, Call of Duty? Like, just like... Like, multiplayer Call of Duty would make no sense. As an eSport. Okay. But, like, Search and Destroy would be okay. And, like, Valorant and, like, CSGO is, like, okay. Like, Fortnite kind of doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Like, Battle Royales in general kind of don't make sense as, like, an eSport. No. There's too much going on, and there's also too much... Because what makes something a sport is it has defined parameters and minimization of chance. Right, so, so like, League of Legends and stuff is okay. I mean, even that game sucks, but, like, you know, it makes sense. And, like, Rocket League makes sense, and, like, you know, the games I was talking about, CSGO and stuff, those shooters make sense. Another shooter that makes sense is Halo. Maybe. Well, if you can respawn infinitely, I don't think it makes sense. They'd have to make a game mode that would make, well, it make sense. Hold on. So, I don't know too much about it, but I'm going to try to explain to you why I think Halo makes sense. Specifically, Halo Infinite, the newest part of it, makes a really good eSport. And uh, compare it to bowling so that we know why bowling sucks. Right. So, oh, bowling sucks because it's just redacted. But I will try to compare it to bowling as well. You can't say bowling's redacted. It's fun. But is it worth yeah, having a professional And support? hanging out with the guy who puts the carts away at the grocery store is fun. That doesn't mean he's not redacted either. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the only place I ever see them anymore. You like Roberto? Roberto's awesome. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I always buy him a soda. Yeah. I give him $15 to watch my car. 
and he does a good job. It's always safe. Yeah. But um, so he Halo puts, like, carts around it. So the Halo Infinite competitive like esports like they companies dump money into it. They curate the map selection so it's always balanced for maps, and then the maps have specific power ups, and then it's always a rotation of game modes. So usually it's a best of five. And you play at least one game of Slayer, one game of Oddball, and one game of Capture the Flag. Infinite respawning doesn't give an advantage to either team in any of those game modes. Yeah, I just think it's a little silly. Sure, you're you're allowed to feel the way you feel. You're yeah. allowed to think what you think. Yeah, I am. But no, Halo is in a pretty good spot in terms of being competitive esport potential. Unfortunately, it doesn't really get the viewership. Like, yeah, no. mo- most people are over Halo at this point. Yeah, they are. I think it's an afterthought. But they're... I only said that to say, like, some shooters do make sense. You raise an excellent point of, like, well, if you use a specific game mode for COD, then it could be, a com- like... Mm-hmm. If but, Halo had a game mode like that, it would be better. But, like, yeah, out of all of the game modes, I think Death Metal... It doesn't make sense to be an esport and play deathmatch or team deathmatch. So, I can respect that. But like battle royales, absolutely not. There's too much randomness involved. You don't know where you're going to drop. You don't know But like fighting games makes sense. Fighting games makes a lot of sense and I don't think enough people give Smash credit. I mean fighting FGC in general doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, oh my god. It's so hype. Like Especially if someone is good for a really long time and they have a storyline going into the tournament. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's most of the time, most of the stuff gets put on like League of Legends and stuff when these other games are pretty good. Yeah, one esport that I really like watching clips of or watching matches for, I would never touch this game because I ain't built like that. But I love watching competitive StarCraft. Apparently, it's like one of the most, uh, what's it, APS, actions per second or something? APM, actions per minute. Yeah. It's got one of the highest one of those. I couldn't do it. I'm not Korean. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'll, hey, you, you think it would just be Koreans, but there's whites too. All you right. said you'd think there'd be what now? You'd think it would just be Koreans. But there's at the top level, there's some whites too. There's such thing as white, dude. Uh, okay, you and I both know this. I'm trying to help the listener who may not be as uh, culturally refined as we are. We're trying to spread the word, the awareness, bro. There's no whites. There's no whites. He can't join me in the chant. Because but we have rights. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh. Bowling. Okay, so comparing Halo to bowling. <laughs> no, we don't need to compare Halo to bowling anymore. We're done with the Halo. So talk. basically, the needler is the ball return. We're done talking about video games at this point. Okay, <laughs> we've moved on. We're past that now. Um, but yeah, I agree. Some things don't need to be taken to such a high level. Like you can, you could do it on your own time, but is it really necessary to have a professional league? I don't know. Ultimate frisbee, bro. The or nay. No, no way. Stop that. Stop. If you play Ultimate, you're, you're redacted. 
If you take Ultimate seriously, you're redacted. If you want to take disc sports seriously, go play some fucking disc golf. Something that takes actual skill. If you were serious about making Ultimate real, you would just go play football. American or European. You would do one of those two. We already have that thing twice. We don't need a third thing. <laughs> what about rugby? Would we fall in there somewhere? No, rugby is cool because it's basically just an excuse to touch dudes. To get off on some dudes. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Ever been to scrum before? Literally every clip I've ever seen of rugby is just scrum clips. And I'm like, okay, you, you, and you are just in the scrum to grab onto an ass. Like, you're not playing the game at that point. So I like it. I mean, they are playing the game if you think about it. True, but... I, I like it as a form of homoerotic performance art. I don't really, I don't really respect it as a game, though. That, that's that's how I feel about the WWE. Homoerotic performance art. Yeah, wrestling is also homoerotic performance art. It's not a sport. I mean, I don't know, man. I saw some clips that were rough. Oh, there yeah. was a there was like there's like this documentary series they do on some channel. Or like they talk about wrestlers and stuff, and there was the Undertaker versus this other guy, and like the other he the Undertaker threw him off the cage, the cage match onto the floor. He hit the table. Are he you was, talking about mankind? And yeah, the he was bleeding, and his tooth was in his nose. Oh, they put their bodies on the line so hard, like that aspect of it is very real. But when you think about it, they're just doing that because. I mean, they want to be close to men and aren't willing to admit they're gay. And wrestling, wrestling is only homoeroticism. And it's awesome. It's fun to watch. What about old school wrestling? Like, like Greco-Roman? They, okay, that's a sport. That's because, a sport. Because it's an actual fight. You're actually trying to make the other person submit to your dick in their asshole. <laughs> to my whole dick and balls. <laughs> oh, oh, you want to fuck me, bud? You're going to have to wrestle me for it. (laughs) (laughs) Top of the morning, laddies. Wrestle me for me booty hole. (laughs) Exactly. I don't think that's it exactly, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying, though. It is kind of more of a sport. But when they say they want to do it with baby oil and shirtless... Turkish wrestling... I don't know. Turkish. Have you never seen Turkish wrestling? No, I can't say I have. I don't think. Okay, I'm gonna Google image that for you. Okay, we're gonna look up Turkish wrestling. We're looking it up. We're going it. We're going to images. Boom. Okay. Look at this. The sumo. What is this? Look at the whole point of it. Are they in jeans? No, they're in leather pants. They cover themselves in oil. They wear tight leather pants, and the way you win is you have to get your hand inside the guy's pants and then submit him. Can I see that image right there? Yeah, yeah. We're going to go ahead and enhance that. It just looks like they're... It, they're That's homoerotic. They're, they're <laughs> one step away from fucking. That's what that looks like to me. So Is Hasanabi, the young Turk, into Turkish wrestling? Probably. I know for a fact that he's a gay pedophile. There you go. Called out live on air. Hasanabi, we know you're a gay pedophile. Official stance of the pod. Please come in for questioning. <laughs> we are the authority. That's song we know you listen to our podcast. Actually, this is a great segue uh, to announce our first ever sponsor. Uh, 
Um, yeah. Insert name here is brought to you by the Federal Bureau of Investigations. You may know them as the FBI. Um, they're a common household name, but we've been deputized by the federal government uh, to take down elite satanic pedophiles like Hasanabi. Um, if you want to learn more or if you want to get sponsored or work for the FBI, go to fbi.gov careers for more career opportunities. Yeah, guys. Uh, thank you, FBI. <laughs> uh, back to the show. Truly a real sponsor that we totally have <laughs> and that we totally carry out those duties that we said. Hey, we're for the people. It's for the culture. Yeah, we totally do that. Hell yeah. By the way, I want to say at our last board meeting, you were a lot nicer. I just left that last episode feeling bad, and I took some time to think Mm -hmm. to myself. I talked to my team of four therapists. Yeah, did you talk to your therapists? All four of them. Yeah. And um, they uh, were, for once, in unanimous agreement that I should actually try to mend this bridge rather than burn it. Is that one still doing the Yoda voice? (laughs) Mm, In touch with your feelings, you must get... That's the only one I actually listen to. <laughs> I can't be corrected. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I can't be corrected without an element of comedy to it. So. <laughs> it's a coping mechanism. Please help. Send help. <laughs> that leads us into the second sponsor of this episode. Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Guys, the roadmap for this season is freaking crazy. A lot of you know about this product, and you love it, and you've been playing. But did you know that just for even being a member who signed up already, you'll get two free champions? Are you rereading a raid thing you've heard before? Big time. Yeah. Please don't. Like We're not actually sponsored by raid. Please don't give them free ad space. Use code insert to get 40,000 silver. Use code insert to get a big fat cock on your champion. <laughs> It'll we have a special brand deal. <laughs> It'll be swinging and dangling while you're killing enemies. <laughs> You'll unlock the nudity mod if you use code insert. <laughs> you can you can click sex into the thing and your champions will start fucking. <laughs> oh fuck. I'm lightheaded after that. <laughs> yeah, you look lightheaded Woo! after that. How many sodas have you had? Seventeen. 17 root beers in one day. No, I'm on Starry now. Starry? Have you had a Starry? Do you even know what that is? I've had a Zevia. I hate fucking Zevias. I love Zevias. They taste like real soda. They really don't, and I want you to stop lying to our listeners. They do to me. Well, there's no accounting for taste, I guess. But yeah. Yeah, don't tell me about my subjective experience. So this is Starry. Yeah. I had seen it a whole bunch. It's different, bro. Yeah. I had seen it a whole bunch, and then I finally tried it. Um, but this is what PepsiCo sells now instead of Sierra Mist. Sierra Mist is 86. It's gone. They're gone. But this legitimately tastes better than Sierra Mist. I think they tweaked their lemon-lime formula a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the bubbles are soft. It's super refreshing. Um, but just lemon-lime soda. And you see how the mascot looks like, right? The way it's drawn. I initially thought that it was like a collab with Psychic Pebbles. Because of Smiling Friends. It reminded me a lot of his art style. There's no actual connection. It's just a lemon and a lime put together with the logo Starry. 
Hey, I'm telling you about how redacted I am. Yeah, I see that now. I see you're actually like, like I'm. I think we should start a GoFundMe, guys, for the helmet. I I medically have an 87 IQ. We need, I've to, been we, tested. We need to get you a helmet, but it needs to have AC inside of it because it gets hot out here. True. But yeah, so that's starry. Starry, not starry. You're about to say I'm starry-eyed right now. <laughs> God fucking damn it, we're horrible. <laughs> this might go down in history as our worst episode. What? No, it's not. What do you think our worst episode was? Oh, dude, I don't know. We'll do a little, we'll do a little bit of navel gazing. The one where we said Hitler was right? No, I'm just kidding. We, never said <laughs> we that. have never said we that. We have never said that. I will say that. No, the vault was the worst. Oh, <laughs> a lot of things were said there. Yeah, a lot of things were said there. Can't wait for the pre the the Patreon to come out, and then uh, everyone can hear all that bad shit. <laughs> if we're going by views, how technically yeah. the worst episode we've ever had was the one where we spent thirty minutes at the front of it talking about Finster. <laughs> the, that was a pretty recent episode. That one literally only got two views. We were the only two people who actually listened to it. <laughs> That's such a good episode, though. I think the title turned people off. I think something about a title that said Chernobyl-style boobs was not appealing. I mean, yeah. (laughs) But, I mean... Oh, did you see that TikTok I sent you, by the way? Which It was like a... It looked like a Japanese man. And he bought one of those things we were talking about in that episode about the fake tits. Yes, I saw that. And he put it on and he, like, danced like a little e-girl. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Some black fucking magic. If there hadn't been the, it's like, oh, I guess I'm gay now. Yeah, if he hadn't shown me the prank beforehand, I would have believed that I was a big titty bitch. Mm-hmm. Makeup, makeup's fucking wild. It's dude. convincing. It's like an art form to me. Makeup is. I mean, for real. That that's why I actually do like and respect the art form of drag, because the transformation that some of those queens put themselves through. Sure, but for me, I mean, like, makeup in general, like, I just think makeup's cool that, like, it's like an art. Like, the fact that you can do that is amazing. Yeah. And I don't want to stop anyone from using makeup. I don't, I'm not one of those people that's like, take it off, take off the makeup. You know those people that do that in, like, comment sections and shit? Do people do that? Yes. Like, do it without makeup or whatever. And it's like, dude, like, it, she's, she's wearing makeup because it's cool. Right, right. And that's... She doesn't need the makeup. But it's not, like, a bad thing that she's wearing it. Yeah. It's just her expressing herself. I've never seen anyone be like, take it off. Like, I've never seen anyone be aggressive like that about it. Well, I guess I'm not saying it's not necessarily aggressive. But I have seen... I have seen a lot of opinions where, like, oh, I prefer... I prefer a natural look. Which is a valid opinion to have. You're allowed to prefer what you prefer. But I've never seen anyone... I think it's ignorant. I'm... Ignorant? Yeah. Like there, there are people that don't they don't understand how like how cool makeup can be. <laughs> right, they're ignorant right. to it. Sure, but um, they haven't seen some good makeup. I mean, good makeup's awesome. Yeah, but it's not wrong to be like I would. I prefer someone who doesn't wear makeup. It's not wrong to say that. It would be wrong to be like, uh, women are fucking lying whores for wearing makeup. Those are two different attitudes right there that you yeah. just expressed. That, that would be hugely wrong. But the second one, I have seen that kind of stuff. 
Really? The latter of what you just said? Yes. Well, I mean, I only came up with it because I've seen it too. So Not the former. I don't know why I've... I don't know why I said... I've never... like. I don't know what point I'm making. No, you've never seen it. Anyway. You've never seen that in your life. You're literally lying right now. Oh, I see it all the time on 4chan, dude. You've never, you've never been to that website. You're literally lying. Okay, and we've literally had the same theme song the whole time. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah exactly. Are, are we just, are we just doing a war with the gas lamps? It's just bits. The it's war just, of the gas lamps. This, this episode's full of bits. <laughs> Little bits. Speaking of bits. Huh. Speaking of bits. How are your bits doing? <laughs> They're okay. I don't know. What bits? <laughs> what bits are we talking about now? I'm so confused. Have you cooked up anything new lately? Nothing new, no. When inspiration hits, it hits. And when it doesn't hit, it doesn't hit. Big facts. Yep. I haven't workshopped my bits at all either. Mm-mm. I've had no time. Life is crazy, dude. This past week alone, I think I had to read like... A hundred and like sixty or eighty pages for homework. Okay, but what was the font size? Are we talking eight point or are we talking twelve point? Uh, some of it both. Okay, because if it was twelve point, I'd be like, "Grow the fuck up, you little baby boy." But eight point would be rough at that level. That uh, might have been eight, might have been ten, but there were some pages with smaller font. Yeah, uh. and then but the pages like that had the actual works in them were regular font. No, it was still really bad, bro. <laughs> it was still really fucking bad. Okay. Do you want me to talk about Thomas More? I, I would love to hear about Thomas More. Do you know that I'm is? not even familiar with this name. You don't even know who that is? No, what did Thomas... What, what's Thomas More's deal? The supposed almost English major doesn't know who Thomas More is? I might have heard of his work, but It's I, Brit Lit. Okay. I have a typical... I have a reasonable disdain for Brit Lit. Have you never heard of Utopia? He wrote this book called Utopia. Oh, Christ. Oh, Christ. It was like social Marxism before Marxism. This fucking guy. But Marx doesn't like it. Because his his thing didn't spawn from the proletariat uprising. What did it spawn from then? It was just like a place in the world where they decided to be fucking socialist scumbags. Okay. Well, not really a scumbag. Like, he he frames it like it's like the best thing ever. But he doesn't actually give commentary if it's the best thing ever. He's, like, just describing how they do things. That is disgusting. And that part is just horrible. Like, it's... I don't know, man. It's kind of stupid. To turn your back on capitalism like that? Well, this... I think this came out before capitalism was a thing. Capitalism has been a thing since probably a 17... I don't know, 1776. This is before that. You ever heard of freedom? There's... This is before that. Okay. This is, like, the 1500s. Well, then who cares what Thomas More has to say? That's an old dead bitch. Yeah, he is an old dead bitch. <laughs> but the idea, though, is that um, he talked about socialism before it was cool, I guess. That might be the first instance of that. Like, not owning private property and everyone getting what they need. Stuff like that is kind of, like, some of the main ideas. Um, and, like, uh, yeah, that was, like, that might have been even before mercantilism. So we're going way back then. Yeah, but I mean, gold and silver was still really important, though. Well, how else does people know you're a king if you don't have gold and silver? Yeah, exactly. But, uh... 
<coughs> Obviously, feudalism was, was king then. Yeah. How funny is that? That just, like, the guy who had the most shiny, shiny shit was the boss for so much of human history. I like, would say it's kind of even now. Like, <laughs> I couldn't think of a more redacted way of deciding a leader. And it's like, oh, you're the guy with the most shiny shit. Obviously, you should tell me what to do. Like, how monkey-brained is that? You should give me some of your shiny shit, <laughs> and in return, I'll listen to you. <laughs> Call me a duke. I saw somebody recently uh-huh. on social media um, bring up the point that, like, it was in response to someone trying to make fun of Confucius. No. They were trying to make fun of Sun Tzu and the art of war. Yeah, the art of war. And they tried to boil down that whole book into him just saying, like... Yeah, war and peace. They were trying to boil it down to him just being like, lol, deceive your enemy. <laughs> That's a gross, <laughs> gross oversimplification of that work. I agree. But the response this guy did to that meme was... Yeah, but the most prevalent strategy for war back in that times was we have a big group of guys and we're going to run at your big group of guys and see who wins. So if you can think even one step beyond that tactic, you were basically a battle genius. So they're calling Sun Tzu an idiot, basically. They're saying he didn't actually have to think that far ahead. Well, I mean, if you have you read The Art of War? No. Okay. Well, if you read it, it's a lot of stuff that to a modern person sounds <coughs> fucking obvious. Like, he was the first person to put in... Well, you know why it's obvious? Why? Because he wrote it. No, that's what, I, that's what it I'm... it went into the zeitgeist. That's where I'm getting to. Yeah, yeah That yeah, was yeah, the yeah. point I eventually wanted to make, but it's like... Because everyone studied it. <laughs> like, stuff that he put... He was the first one to write about flanking an enemy. He's like, uh, well, actually, if you send some of your troops to the other side and then you hit them from the front and the side, uh, they will not know what to do. I'm Sun Tzu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is Sun Tzu, like, out here doing slam poetry? <laughs> Flanking. Go for the side. Am I, am I hitting slam poetry right? Basically. Yeah. No one cares about slam. It's I, hope a, the, I bet the mic picked up those snaps. It's, it's a fucking dog shit art form. But anyway. Yeah, it is. I'm not no damn beatnik. So, but that's the point I was trying to get to. Yeah, it's like, you read it in modern times, knowing what modern people know, and you're like, yeah, of course, I'm not fucking redacted. I would think of these things. But he was like the first guy to put it in a book. Yeah, would you have really thought of those things unless you'd heard about them? I, I mean, know. exactly. So, mm-hmm. but I, that was that was a post that made me laugh. I was like, <laughs> you're a burnt out late millennial on Twitter trying to make fun of Sun Tzu. The guy was low-key a genius. He was. Shut the fuck up. How about you stop buying avocado toast and start investing in real estate? Yeah. How about you read War and Peace? Huh? Hey... It's a big old one. I don't know if they could handle it. Tolstoy went off with that. And then you could read the second half, Peace and War. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so few people have finished War and Peace that they don't even understand the, that there's peace and war. war. Yeah, right afterwards. Yeah. But we're, we're two smart, educated guys. Yeah. We, we know about that. We one. read the glossary and the appendix. 
Yes. I've also read Finnegan's Wake and <laughs> Ulysses and um, Infinite Jest. <laughs> I've read all of the epics. I read The Fairy Queen. I've read, I read all of Beowulf. Don't at me, bro. Don't even get me started on Gilgamesh, dude. Yeah, great, great work of art. If you get past all the dumbass shit they used to say back then. <laughs> I could tell you a thing or two about the frickin' Odyssey. You just said you read Ulysses. Yes, we all know. Dog, don't show your ass. You look like a Virgil. You You look like a Plato. I'm more of a Seneca. Me? I'm more of a Heracles. I'm more of a Cicero, really. Uh, I'm basically Aristophanes. I'm definitely the greatest orator of our times. <laughs> I'm definitely Cicero. Uh, okay, but I'm like freaking Shakespeare. I'm like Drake, like if Drake was... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we were naming a bunch of actually good people and then you had to say Drake. He's a wordsmith, dog. <laughs> He's like Shakespeare of our she times. She said that she loved me. I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. DMCA just hit us with the bar key. <laughs> yeah, okay. Ever since I left the city, you. Okay, that one's from 2016, bro. Mm. But yeah, um, I, I, you know, Drake's up there with the greats, you know? <laughs> I mean, in terms of doing numbers, yeah. Like, he does more numbers than literally any other rapper. Like, I saw that recently. I mean, Drake has released his version of Sonnets, his book of Sonnets, and they're very good. Mm. <laughs> Could you imagine? From what light thoughts in yonder window break. That's literally a uh, play. It's me, Drake, and I think your pussy is bussing, Millie Bobby Brown. I don't care that you're 13 years old. I would still give you dick. Drake was over for me the moment that it was revealed that he was a fucking pedophile. Yeah, that was kind of rough. I mean, he fucked Rihanna. Now Rihanna's pregnant. Drake baby confirmed? That is, it's literally ASAP Rocky's baby, but go off. Is it really? Yeah, no, they've been in They're together? They've been together for a while. I was say, I just haven't heard of him recently. No, ASAP's busy, like... Doing fashion and shit. He's he's kind of done with music, I think. Which that explains it, but it's also sad. I like his music. Yeah, his music was really good. That um, that one album he did where he had the song "One Train." It was like a group track. Yeah, it was also the one that fucking Goldie. problems was on. You like Goldie? I don't think I remember that song, but. Word. But no, that was the same album that fucking Problems was on. Yeah. Great fucking album. But yeah, he he, he had it like that. He had it like that. I guess that. Flatbush was right to get out of there. Yeah. Because ASAP Mob didn't really do much anymore. Except I, always, I guess, Except, I guess, go to the Dominican Republic and hang out or something. <laughs> I don't know. I always felt... And we're... I feel like an old head for being like, oh, the rap I listened to 10 years ago. But I always felt like Flatbush, and for the listener who's unaffiliated, I mean Flatbush Zombies. I always felt like they were kind of like, they would collab, but they were unaffiliated with any group. Because things were popping off in that era. There was the ASAP Mob. There was the fucking Beast Coast. 
which that is where you got people like Joey Badass. Um, yeah, so there was two major crews. Then there was Odd Future as a crew in that era, even though they were West Coast. But like that was like a whole crew era. What's wrong with now? I'm just not plugged into the scene. I checked out 2015. I was like, I'm. That's what I'm saying. I think if you were plugged in, you might say be singing a different tune. But the point I was trying to make because you you would love NBA Young Boy, probably. I don't know. But the 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 point I was trying to make is that was a huge crew era for rap that I was paying attention to, and even though Flatbush Zombies is a trio. I don't feel like they were ever under any crew's umbrella. Yeah. Like, they were around... They were their own thing. Yeah, they were around, they would collab, but they were fully their own thing. They were West Coast with an East Coast flair. I feel the same way about the underachievers. That never popped off. They never popped off. Which is a shame, because they fucking went. They were good. But people slept on them, and they slept on them for so long that... I don't even think they're still trying to make it. I th- I, th- I think they they packed it up. Yeah. Haven't heard anything new from them, so. But um, I've been down nostalgia road recently with some of that music. Yeah. Dude, freaking thug waffle. Well, yeah. I was talking about just not necessarily them, but like other bands too, and artists and stuff. What uh what uh stuck out the most for you about that trip? I don't know, like, 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 old Kendrick is really good. Remember when Kendrick first hit the scene? Some backseat freestyle? Yeah, stuff like that. It was dope back then. Funny enough, that specific song is heavy on all of Baby's playlists. Baby be blasting that? Yeah, and it comes on, and every time I rap along, because I know all the verses to it. Right, yeah, it's good. And, like, every time she's just like, whoa, it's so impressive that you can do that. I'm like, it's it's just, I know the words to a song. Uh, yeah, I've, I've known this song for years now, and I listened to it on repeat back in the day. <laughs> ah, ring, ding, ding, ah, ring, ding, ding. Okay, all right, all right, no DMCA, please. Six-second cutoff, we're good. Yeah. I don't think it needs to even be six seconds. I think it's, like, 15 or something. I don't know. Maybe it's three. Either we're fucked. <laughs> we have voices ha- that perfect. We, we haven't had a video taken down yet. Not and by, yet. And by video, video. I mean a podcast. Yeah, video. Yeah, we <laughs> guys. We upload all of our uh, we, videos. Uh, we, we upload all of our podcasts to Rumble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a Rumble channel that's <laughs> popping off, and you guys have no idea. <laughs> Got like a hundred thousand subscribers. It's fucking nuts. So much responsibility. Yeah, those Republicans really want us to talk about Trump more. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I got really sad the other day because mm-hmm. I was listening to a, a show. I've started listening to a new show. I'm not going to shout them out. No free plays. but Sure, go ahead and shout out War Mode, though. Well, new episode drop. That, that, well, that's different. Okay. That's different. But um, all three of them have really good Trump impressions. And it made me sad. So, like, I wish I had a good one. Yours is a bad. I'm not willing to. Even can we? Can we get? Can we get one? Can we get a sample? <clears throat> you know, a lot of people say that uh, you should drink good beer. You should drink craft beers, and but they'd be wrong. It's, it it just kind of even 
already it's already turned into more of a Bernie Sanders, Larry David. That's what you're wrong about. That's what you're wrong about right there, Mr. Doug. All right. It's huge. The industry's huge. All right. They just need to put Trump on it. Trump beer. Going to be the best beer ever. It's huge. It's horrible. I just kind of went Australian. You literally, you, I was going to say you sounded like you were trying to imitate the Beatles. Oh, okay. All right. What's going on, Paul? Uh, nothing much, John. <laughs> just trying to make some music. <laughs> Playing a little song on my bass guitar. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking this next one should be about something naughty. What do you think, John? Yeah, I got I got the perfect I got the perfect little riff there. Oh, I like it. A song about bananas. Okay. What, bananas? But, but who are we? Who I are just we, did the solo to Freebird. Are you who, kidding me? Who are we giving the bananas to? And then Ringo comes in and is like. I think we should give the bananas to a bird. I like that, Ringo. Okay, John, play that again, because that made Ringo think about birds. <laughs> oh, and the bird could be... Oh, how much does the bird cost? And then Ringo comes back in. I think the bird should be free. <laughs> and now we got back around to your musical reference, which you didn't have to say. You could have let me cook. <laughs> and then George comes in. I like bananas. George was super talented. He was legitimately the best Beatle. Like some of that guitar work was pretty good. While my guitar gently weeps, probably the best song to happen out of any of the four of them. Uh, hot take, hot take. My opinion, worst Beatle, John. Not Ringo. Now, Ringo was cool as shit, dude. Yeah, but Ringo was a terrible drummer. Okay, but but have you ever had a thought as amazing as I'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden in the shade? Wait, Ringo wrote that? Ringo wrote that one. George wrote some bad ones. Ringo also wrote Yellow Submarine. Yeah, but uh, George wrote some bad songs, but his guitar work was pretty good. I mean, entire oeuvre, oeuvre, entire body of work. Sure, George wrote some stinkers for the Beatles. His solo career, unparalleled. McCartney gets close, but... You don't think John Lennon did? No, John Lennon's solo career blew fucking ass. His most famous song, uh, Imagine nothing was bad and everything was actually good. Okay. Wow, what a concept. Imagine there's no heaven. Okay. Not hard cool. if you try. I don't have to imagine that because there literally isn't heaven. Oh, okay. Whoa, that's that's fucked up. <laughs> Wait, yeah. You, so like, coming to turn. Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna go into all that right now. No, go into it. No, go I'm into, not gonna go, go into heaven go. and I'm, self and stuff again. No, I've already done it plenty of times. On the pod, though. Yes, on the pod. Okay. Anyway, that's my hot take. I have a hard time coming to grips with. The Christo-Judeatrician of a soul and how the human experience truly is. I have a hard time. Do you have a hard time as in you have a hard time accepting it? Or do you have a hard time as in... Putting the two together. You have a hard time believing it. That seems like the same thing to me. Well, 
you basically said, do you believe that you can drink water, or do you believe that water is meant to be drunk? No, <laughs> no. Let me let me let me clarify. Okay, yeah. let me clarify. So, drink is that if, the word? If you have know. a past participle, if you have a hard time believing it, that means that you doubt in all of the concepts. You doubt that there's God and Satan, heaven and hell, yada yada, so on and so forth. If you have a hard time accepting it, that means you already believe it, but you wish it wasn't the case and you haven't accepted it yet. So that's that's where I'm splitting that hair. Yeah. But it's not really about that stuff. It's more about how we change constantly and everything's temporary. But at the same time, you're supposed to have this permanent soul in your body that is you your essence and then when you die it goes to heaven or hell although that's more of a Christian standpoint right yeah so what aspect of it are you struggling with that's what I'm saying like if you're supposed to have this permanent soul why does it feel like it changes all the time oh okay I see what you're saying yeah it's just just working on it yeah working on it man like do you think uh, Asian monks like Buddhists kind of stuff believe in hell and heaven Supposedly uh, they believe in nirvana, I guess. Well, a lot of those belief systems... I legitimately took two college courses on these traditions. Well, I took one on Hinduism and I took one on Buddhism. Uh, through, framed through the lens of philosophy. Through the lens of specifically Western philosophy. is like, how can we try and synthesize these two viewpoints together? But the thing that all of those belief systems have in common is they believe in the cycle of reincarnation and that eventually you do get out of it. So that's what nirvana is, is you get out of the soul trap and you transcend to the next level of being. Like it is a state that is so foreign to you and I that we can't even necessarily comprehend it, but we know that there's a way out of this soul trap. Yeah. And so, I mean, even to be in the... So I guess to throw Western, a Judeo-Christian lens on it, um, getting out of the trap would be heaven, and staying in the trap would be hell. In which, on, honestly, there's, there's some days where I see some shit where like, oh, I'm, I'm literally in hell right now. <laughs> We're in hell right now. Yeah. What other reason is there to start a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we love Joe Brandon. <laughs> uh, I want to vote for Kamaldum Herdis in twenty something eight. Twenty twenty eight. Oh my god, we want like a spree of vice president, vice presidents becoming president. Would Joe be... Biden can do it. Maybe Kamala can too. I mean, if you trust the Pew polls, there's literally no one in this country who I would mean, vote Kamala for president. Kamala literally said, don't come here. Don't come here. She said, do not come. And I haven't had an erection since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for permission, dude. I'm, I'm being a good citizen. Yeah. Faster. But do not come. <laughs> Kamala, please. Longest J-O-I of all I'm time. I'm being edged so hard. <laughs> oh, this is going off the rails. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what you get 
that's what you get, brother. It's another whole nother week of podcasting. It's a whole nother week of premium episode that's, that's a free episode. <laughs> Fan-fucking-tastic. You're going to see that and you're going to be happy, I think. Yes. Yeah, I am. Because I, I, I've been... I've been looking at the clock. I've been looking at the clock. And I've been looking at your watch. And I've been looking at your watch. And I've been looking at your cock. Wait, I didn't mean that. Wait, I didn't say that. Oh, hey. Hey. I'm not the gay one. You're redacted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fun. We're going to talk to the writers about putting that in the script where I start calling you gay. No, 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 no. They'll never go for it. Uh, I bribed them heavily. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) I need to get my money up. We need to go back to the medieval uh, theme. Welcome to the mansion, the meeting of the minds at the mansion estate of Nacho the Great. <clears throat> Calling to the floor the um, most prominent duke of the mansion, Lord of Problematica, Doug Bennett. Um, I think we should be allowed to say the F slur. No. <laughs> Off the gate. You're not even using an accent. Welcome, His Majesty, Sir Nacho of the Nacho Mansion Estate. Do, do, do. Duke. Duke Bennett of Land of Problematica. What the fuck, dude? We're not going to say the F slur. I understand that I'm not allowed to say N, but I think in return you should at least give me back the F slur. <laughs> I'm trying to compromise. <laughs> this is most problematic of you. <laughs> that is where I'm from, yes. <laughs> Your grievances are too high. You must pay the price with capital punishment. I refuse to submit, but I will take my leave from the court. I will take my light slapping of the wrist, and I will return later to demand the Jaysler. <laughs> I would never use that. I know a lot of them. They're personal friends of mine. Those are really the Japanese. <laughs> I was talking about that, too. What did you think I meant? You have a lot of Japanese friends? <laughs> I want to meet one. Okay, well, someday, if you're lucky, I'll introduce you to my Tokyo partners. Nice. Okay, yeah, because you have a lot of shit popping off in Tokyo. A lot of businesses you own over there. Yeah, I'm taking international flights every Wednesday. Right after we have the board meeting on Tuesday. Yeah, I just, I have to check in with Mr. Hirota, so. Yeah. Anyway. I feel like you were about to say Hirohito, and I was going to get really upset. No. Also, apologies to Mr. Hirata. That was uncouth of me. He listens every week. I just, I felt embarrassed to admit I had Tokyo partners, so that's why I said your name wrong the first time. Again, sugimasen. Much apologies, Mr. Hirata. Arigato guzai. Thank you very much. I think that about takes care of it this week. Do you does have any, it? Do you, have any, it? do you have any final thoughts? Does it take care of it this week? It do does. You, do you feel like you're in the swaddling cloth and mommy's got you? Yeah, I feel all bundled up, ready to go. <laughs> um, 
Final thoughts. Please check me out on Twitch. Seth underscore. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Seth, Seth underscore Nacho 411. That's every Monday night Monday playing DVD. DVD. He'll talk in the chat. He'll talk to you. Yes. Fuck you. I yes. hate you. <laughs> I, fucking, I thought we were going to say it together, and then you made me say it. It sounds so fucking narcissistic when I say it. I That's promise me. I don't have a big ego. Hell yeah. But, uh, yeah, check it out. Um, also, uh, what? Uh, what did we talk about this episode? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, just remember, we're cool. We're Are we cool? Yeah, like, cool, like, you know, like, we're cool with what you guys want to do with your lives, and we believe that you should have the freedom to choose things. Oh, yeah. Hey, love is love. No judgment here. Yeah. But um, uh, for me, for my money, I think that you should uh-huh. devote some time to introspection. Meditation is good, and thinking about yourself is good. Try to keep yourself in check so that someone else doesn't have to come at you next. It's a little bit of an obtuse point, but if you think on it, you will eventually understand it. So, yeah. Other than that... Oh, hey. Glad our friendship's restored, man. Hell yeah. High five. Yeah. Don't you forget (laughs) about me! (laughs) Other than that, as always, make sure you drink enough water, you get enough sleep, and most importantly, kiss me with your ass. Do it.